0: Welcome to episode 13 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, What Made 2019 Successful for Independent Retailers. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Let me start by first saying that this episode is the first episode of season two. And after a four week break, which I really needed, (laughs) we all deserve breaks, right? I can genuinely say that I missed recording this podcast, so I'm happy to dive back in. I hope each of you had a wonderful holiday season and new year. It's 2020. Can you believe it? So, of course, I feel like I have so much to say, but I first want to quickly start with a reminder to sign up for my email newsletter. Not because I want another subscriber on my list, but one thing I realized over the break is that what I actually put into my newsletter is helpful and valuable. Over my holiday break, one of our really active members in the Savvy Shopkeeper communities, she kept commenting, why didn't I hear about this? Why didn't I know about this? And then we realized it's because she wasn't reading the weekly newsletter. Now let me add that I know we are all really busy and I know our inboxes are way too full and by no means am I judging if you don't have time for the newsletter. I get it. But I promise I try to provide value in the emails and emails are really the best way for me to reach everyone. So once I send the newsletters off, I don't always remember or have time to share information in the groups, you know, in our communities or on social media. I still run and co-own a store with my sister and I have a family, so time is really precious and limited. But I'm mentioning the newsletter because in 2020, in the upcoming years, there will be many opportunities and lots of information that I share in the newsletter. So go to my website, SavvyShopkeeper.com, it's Savvy with two V's, SavvyShopkeeper.com, and subscribe right on my homepage. I think if you just scroll down, you'll find the newsletter sign up. Trust me, I'm not looking to spam you. I do send an email out every Monday, but I don't want anyone else to miss out on opportunities or really good information if you're not on the list. Again, completely optional, but I wanted to mention that first. So Today, I want to give a shopkeeper shout out to Amy. Now I have a disclaimer. Amy is a friend and she's actually not a shopkeeper. So this is interesting. But she always has a genuine interest in what I'm doing in business. Amy is actually in direct sales. But as soon as she found out about my podcast, she started listening. And I'm surprised at how many non-shopkeeping friends have been listening to the podcast. But I sincerely appreciate it. Anyhow, I think Amy binged on some episodes and then I discovered that she left this review. First, the title, I love it. She says, I can't believe this information is free. But she goes on to say, the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast is amazing. I am in direct sales and find something in every single episode. And that's exactly how she typed it out with the periods after each word. Kathy is so relatable and really wants to help you grow your business. Of course, I'm grateful for Amy's review. But I want to mention that I'm surprised again at how many non-shopkeepers have said this to me. It's fantastic, and I'm happy to help anyone in business, not just shopkeepers. So Amy, thank you. You made me realize that my reach can extend beyond retailers. All right, well, let's get started on this episode. I decided, I feel like this episode is a little bit special, but I decided to ask members of the Savvy Shopkeepers Facebook group community to share the one thing that helped make their business successful in 2019. What better way to learn than from each other, right? So I will have each and every one of these women and their businesses linked in the show notes so you can find and follow them. I think some of the links might be Facebook pages, some might be Instagram pages, some might be websites, but in one way or another, we'll link their businesses in the show notes. So let's get started because this is going to be really, really good. Okay, so the first thing that helped members succeed in 2019? Well, let's talk about the women who did it scared. Rachel of Rachel Alvarez Art, she's also known as the Naptime Artist, she said taking on things that scared me. Sounds silly, but a collaboration project I almost said no to nearly prevented me from developing a new item for my own shop that sold out three times during the holiday rush. Together, The wholesale side and retail part of that accounted for 15% of my total revenue. Tammy of the Red Dresser Marketplace said, moving our vintage and maker's market from a local farm to a community fairgrounds. We doubled our vendors and tripled our shoppers. It was a super hard decision to move, but so worth it. So I just want to give a special shout out to these ladies for taking a leap of faith. I'm sure they were both very afraid to do these and make, you know, make these decisions, but they did it and then they found it was super successful for them. So shout out to those two ladies. Okay, the next thing that, make, that made 2019 successful for a shopkeeper was building a strong sales team. I think many shopkeepers underestimate the value of selling. Kathy of Pineapple on, Ma- on Maine said, hiring and training a high-performing sales team. That's what helped make her successful in 2019. And I just want to add that this is extremely helpful if you have more than one location like Kathy does. You need to be able to walk away knowing your team will sell and serve well while you aren't around. And I'm sure it was a relief knowing that her business was running well. At least the one location that she wasn't at was running well so she could focus on the second location. The next thing that made someone successful in 2019 was adding a wholesale category to their website. Or I should say a wholesale shop to their website. Tracy of Melmarie Skincare said, adding the wholesale side to our website, the bath and category on fare has been full forever, so I can't get in. So I decided to build my own website for people to order directly from me. Now instead of sending people to another website to purchase wholesale, they can shop directly from me. And I have to say, this is such a smart move. For makers, it makes sense to sell on platforms that will bring you more exposure, like Etsy, Fair, Tundra, all of those. But it's actually really smart to have your own website and to have the ability where brick and mortar store owners can come to your website and order wholesale directly from you. In the end, You know, business is business. It's great to get orders. But if you can increase your profit margins in any way and sell directly on your own website, it's a really smart move. Okay, next on the list was Instagram. I know some of you are afraid of Instagram. So I'm going to try to help you embrace Instagram in 2020. But let me start with Maureen of the CoLab. Her response was really simple. She said, consistent posting to Instagram. That's what helped make her successful in 2019. I want to add that Maureen also runs a handmade business and a holiday pop-up shop. So she's busy marketing three businesses, but man, did she show up in 2019. I follow all three of her accounts, and she's a friend. So I know what she's doing. And her holiday pop-up shop was a huge success, and I know part of what contributed to that was her marketing effort. She showed up on Instagram and Facebook every day, but I know she put a lot of effort into Instagram, so don't underestimate the value of consistency. I also want to give her a special shout out because she attended my Instagram workshop, gosh, it has to be over a year ago. She's also part of Master Shopkeepers, and even though she attended the Instagram workshop, she took the time after the holidays to re-watch the three-part Instagram workshop that's in the learning lab in the academy. And she took the time as like a, almost as a refresher course. She could have just kind of kept doing what she was doing, but I know she feels like Instagram is doing really well for her. So there's no better way than to kind of keep that momentum going than to go back and re-educate yourself. Okay, next up was Kimberly of Tangerine and Olive. She said, Instagram exclamation point. Now, she also believes carrying great products is key to any good shop, but she said posting to Instagram consistently and showing off the shop worked wonders for her. Kimberly also mentioned that consistent posting around a 12 days of Christmas promotion played a big role in our holiday season success. So yes, you can use Instagram in so many ways. I highly recommend it. I think if you've been following me for a while or you've visited um, the Shopkeepers Academy, you see I talk about Instagram a lot. I personally love it. All right, next up was Facebook and Facebook ads. Now, Facebook doesn't seem to scare so many shopkeepers. People are comfortable with it. They're used to it. It's been around longer. But I know Facebook ads, that's a different story. Now, I did an episode on Facebook ads at the end of season one. I highly recommend that's where you start. And I'll be doing more podcast episodes on Facebook ads in the future. I don't know if I'll have any in season two, but probably in season three. So I had Monica of Brushed Up. She said what made her 2019 successful was a Facebook ad. She said, a Facebook ad I posted for my Christmas open house. We had nonstop customers through the doors for both days and a continued flow through November. So there was overflow from this Facebook ad that she ran. I didn't get to ask her any particulars about her ad, but I just thought I'd mention it because it really seemed to have a nice effect on her business for the entire holiday season. Next was Dora of Foxy Boutique and Hair Salon. She said, Always my number one way of bringing in customers are Facebook daily posts and sponsored links. She does them for new arrivals, for special sales. When Dora talked about targeting in her ads, she said, I switch between new people in my area or to friends of people already on my page. So that's something we haven't talked about here on the podcast is targeting. There are many things that you can do with targeting. But again, hopefully in season three, I'll come back with an episode of that. And then next, I think the next person that talked about Facebook and Facebook ads was Jennifer of Jenny Wren. She said, consistently marketing on Facebook. You have to know your demographics. Most of my customers play a strong Facebook game. We use Planally to market on Instagram and feed through Facebook so it's not to take away from one or the other. But the one thing that will boost my sales and my follows is consistently doing live videos on Facebook, doing product highlights and keeping everyone up to date on what is happening. Total game changer. That's what she said. So here's another thing I know terrifies shopkeepers is video, but the truth is Video continues to trend on social media and even more so in 2020. So I highly recommend that you get out, get out of your comfort zone and make a plan for bringing video into your marketing plan for um, for the upcoming years. All right. And then the most popular response I got to my question was special events. So get your creative hats on for the upcoming year because people are craving experiences, and connecting with others. I'm proud to say Darice is the sponsor of this season of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. If you aren't familiar with Darice, they are a premier distributor in the arts and crafts industry, but they are so much more than arts and crafts. They have on-trend home decor items, bridal, garden, gifts, and some great items for creating beautiful store and booth displays. Not only that, Darice has a fantastic blog that includes categories for both makers and and brick-and-mortar businesses. As an independent retail store owner myself, it's really nice to know that we can place a minimum order for only $75. You don't hear that very often. Darice has an exclusive offer for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SHOP20, that's S-H-O-P-20, at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer valid through December 31st, 2020. Visit Darice.com, that's D is in David, A-R-I-C-E ecom com, to check out everything they have to offer. I'm going to start with what April of Pink and Furlow said. She said, special events really drive my best sales days. Because I'm in a remote area, it's important that I create reasons for people to come out. Equally important is consistent posting on social media and emails. Now, I follow April on Instagram and Facebook, too, and it never fails. Her events always make me want to head to Michigan. I'm in Ohio. It would be an easy drive, but obviously I'm not going to go to Michigan for all of her events. But that's the way she makes me feel. She makes me feel like I want to go to her store to attend that event. Samantha of Absolutely Southern Designs. She has a VIP group, and that's what she said. VIP groups, and that's on Facebook. VIP group and events for sure. Being a smaller square-footed shop, the VIP group allows us to bring in a lot more than we could if we had to showcase everything on the floor. Now, I'm just going to say Samantha does an amazing job with her VIP group. It is extremely successful. All right, next up was Melissa of Gold Arrow Studios. She said... It was an open house that she had in her home. And she added, uh, I think, a kid's make and take. So she said, for my open house, I was able to get a good amount of traffic. And I had little marketing efforts. The moms love this. And their kids were able to make special gifts for their friends and family. Plus, the moms got four hours of free time to themselves. I'm sure they love that. She said she even had moms asking if they could do this for birthday parties. Um, In the end, I think it sounds like it was such a fun event. I know not everyone would open up their house for something like this, but I think Melissa's comfortable enough with her following, and she has a really big local following that she was comfortable doing it. All right, the next one up was Tony of The Vintage Depot. She said special events were by far my best days. Danny of Cotton Shed Vintage Market She said starting our craft club monthly membership group has been a game changer for our workshop revenue. And then Kelly of Kelly's Gathering Room. She said special events for me have been a game changer. If you notice these words, a lot of these women are using that game changer. Some of these techniques that they're using have been extremely, extremely helpful in their businesses. But Kelly specifically mentioned a fundraiser for a local women's shelter where they brought a food truck in and multiple businesses participated. Remember when planning your events, supporting your community and giving back is really important and the response from your customers might surprise you. So you should go ahead and try it. Taylor of the Turquoise Top had said, Hands down, hosting more special events and letting go of expectations. I kind of, I like this one because we all have things to work on. And Taylor said she had to work through perfection syndrome and she realized she just needed to move forward with plans. Taylor also mentioned the big success of a DIY ornament bar during the holidays. And I think that sounds really, really fun. Linnea of Darling Boutique said, community events. We did a few fairs on our street with vendors and they were a big success. Now, we all know that every community seems to be different, but if possible, get out and connect with other business owners and see what you guys can do as a community. And then Lauren of Lindenmere Market, she said having an open house the weekend before Black Friday. People were so ready to get started Christmas shopping. And I wonder, too, I'm just adding this in here. I wonder if it's because Thanksgiving came so late, but people were anxious to get out and kind of get that ball rolling. She said, I didn't have to compete with any other retailers the same day, and it took the pressure to hit certain numbers off for Black Friday weekend. It's a smart decision, right? And then Candice of In The Pines, she said, DIY parties have been a huge game changer. There's the game changer again for my business. It's what has allowed me to lease a space, and I'm opening a studio shop next month. Congrats, Candace. That's awesome. So clearly, special events and workshops were a big reason many of the shopkeepers found success in 2019. And I just want to note that. The next reason that made someone's business successful was something so simple. We sometimes forget about it, but it's extremely important because this is what differentiates us from big box stores. It's customer service. So Stacey of Contemple Jewelry and co-owner of Smith & Front, she said, We are still really new and I'm having trouble juggling multiple businesses, really hoping to grow the storefront organically. In my recent experience, I've noticed a severe lack of good customer service, so I decided to go back to our roots before social media and make it a priority to give excellent customer service, show gratitude to all our customers, try to remember them, and ask how they like their purchases. I know it seems simple, but I believe it goes a long way. Kelly of 714 Home, and I hope I say that right, she also expressed how customer service has been really important to her and her business. She said that she's offered gift wrapping, and that's wowed people. Um, she's offered delivery of some small items if a customer was in a hurry. She followed up in Messenger if someone told her a sad story or something that they experienced and she wanted to check up on them. I like that she said at the end, simple but sincere human kindness equals excellent service, equals success. So again, I think these are great points that sometimes we think about all of the marketing tools and all of the other things that we should we should or could be doing, but in the end, customer service is extremely, extremely important in an independent retail business. Last but not least, someone said coaching. Julia Afetchenko. she replied to my question with a simple sentence. She said, working with a coach. That's what made her business successful in 2019. I want to add that business coaching is something most retailers are afraid of investing in, but it can do wonders for you and your business. If mindset or lack of business knowledge keeps you from moving forward, you're most likely the ideal person for hiring a coach. The key to hiring a coach and getting results is taking the time to find the coach that's a right fit for you. I always tell people that I'm open and happy to hop on a 15 to 13 minute discovery call so that they can figure out if I'm a good fit for them and vice versa. Are they a good fit for me? Can I really help them? Trust me, I know coaching is an investment and I don't take it lightly. To the ladies who contributed to this episode and who were willing to share what made their businesses successful in 2019, thank you. To summarize, these are the topic categories that help shopkeepers have a successful 2019. First one was doing it scared. Second, building a strong sales team. Third, expanding offerings on your own website. Four, Instagram. Five, Facebook, and we'll add Facebook ads to that. Uh, Six, special events. Seven, customer service. And eight, coaching. So my intention with this episode is pretty clear. I wanted to share what helped make 2019 successful for women in the Savvy Shopkeepers Facebook group, because maybe it can help you become successful in 2020. So if there's something I forgot to mention, or there's something that made your business successful in the past year and you want to share it with me, I would love to hear about it. I hope you all know at this point, you can DM me on Instagram. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. And tell me about it. And of course, if I mention you in an episode, I'll tag you. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to any of the amazing shopkeepers I mentioned, you'll find the notes on my blog at Savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 13. That's Savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 13. Before I end this episode, I want to say something out loud because I feel that if I write things down and I say them out loud, I actually speak it, it will happen. So my goal with this podcast in 2020 is to consistently stay in the top 100 entrepreneur podcast category this year. I tend to go up and down from 35 to 235, but I want to hit this goal because I know this podcast can help thousands of shopkeepers And what will help me stay in the top 100 is reviews, subscribes, and downloads. So if I have helped you in any way, if I've helped your mindset, if I've helped your business, if you really enjoy listening to these episodes, I would truly appreciate a rating or a review. You can do this directly in the app where you listen to this podcast. And I hope you know how much I would appreciate it. I really would. So I am happy to be back. I'm looking forward to recording the next 11 episodes in season two. I have a really good lineup. So thanks again for coming back in and listening. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you all. I appreciate all the messages, all of the reviews, all of the feedback. You know, I get a lot of direct messages with episode ideas, and I'm listening. I write them all down, just so you know. So again, thank you for being here, and until the next episode... Be Savvy and Boss Up. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media,